Welcome to just one more episode of Sales with Aslan. Not a lot of episodes to have, not, not, not all the previous episodes, just one more episode of Sales with Aslan. We don't know what yeah. tomorrow holds to have. We don't I know, know if we're going to have that. another episode. I love that about you. I mean, because it does, it does kind of sound a little <laughs> ominous. Yeah, one, one, one more. more just one more one we more. you know it, i may not make it to tomorrow this could be it it's this true. could be our this could be the true. final so pay attention this could be the final. that sounds a little scary tab i don't mm -hmm. know so let's make little... the most of it let's win the day tom <laughs> let's win the day <laughs> make the most the of it uh <laughs> no but we love love being in the studio tab love seeing you as always you look yes. fantastic today you do too. I like your hair today. I like how well, you got I'm, you know, I'm going out tonight, Tab. Ah. And by the way, Tab, I heard a new, I heard a new term. Although some of our listeners probably, probably know this term, but I heard it <laughs> by, by one of our uh, young, uh, upwardly mobile uh, uh, decision makers I met with this week. He said he he described somebody as Smoke Show Ten. Smoke show 10. I like that. <laughs> I had no idea what that. I've been I told, to, saying I that to my be, wife all Alessandra the time. Alessandra had I, to, one of our, yeah. uh, one of our, you know, director yeah. of customer development, uh, cluster engagement had to explain it, what it meant. But I, I, you know, I'm going out tonight and I, you know, and I'm, I want to be smoke show 10, but I don't think that's mm. possible tab. And what that means, nah. I think it means that like you're a 10. No, I think it is. I think it's just a lot of uh, good description I, around a 10. I'm going to a high school football game, so I don't need to smoke anything. You're not going to smoke. I think you might be, we might, we might, might be more tab smoke house 10. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I that's like it. barbecue. I can do smoke house 10. Smoke house five, baby. Mm. Smoke house five. So I'm dressed up. I'm going out tonight with my oldest son and his wife. So excited about that. Of course, my wife will be the, the, the you know, the primary focus, but right. So I'm a little dressed up today, but tab love our topic today. Um, yep. excited about it. I think this is one of those maybe overlooked aspects of selling a lot of times. And we tend to focus on kind of more who we are and the fundamentals mm -hmm. of selling rather than the tactics, because I think the, who we are and the fundamentals really ultimately drive our success um, and sort of the tactics and strategy are pretty easy, yep. but it's hard to go against the grain to fight against some of our natural intuition to become a person as Covey said of influence. And so today I want to talk about, and we probably covered this to some degree on our podcast before, but I want to talk about uh, the different levels of selling, the four levels of selling. Yeah. So most people, most people think of selling like I'm in sales, right? You know, I'm like, I'm a salesperson, but actually tab, as you know, selling is just like being an athlete or a musician, their mm -hmm. levels. You're like peewee league yeah. <laughs> right. all the way up to a professional. Like, so if you yeah. say I'm a, I'm a, I'm an athlete. Well, what does that mean? I'm a musician. What does that mean? Well, it means I pay, you know, I play in my room by myself. Uh, and for my family to listen, or I, I fill out concert halls and people pay me to be a musician. So there's a completely different level, but we call ourselves musician. This is the same. This is also true for selling tab. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is so true. You know, I had a peewee call me yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was, a, he, I don't think league. he's in rec league. league. He's little in league, rec league. Little league. Little league. He, he literally asked me a question. He said, um, he said, do you have this? And I said, I do not. I do not have that. This is, this is all I got. And he goes, well, the reason I ask is that we offer. 
<laughs> and he starts listing out all these things he offered. I said, I said, did you hear me before? I just said, I don't have that. He goes, I know. I just thought I'd tell you anyway. I'm like, I thought oh, I'd gosh. tell you. You, do, tell you, you anyway. This? You need this? No. <laughs> so let me tell you some things you might need that you said no to. Yeah. What exactly. did he ask if you had? What did he want? Uh, to know how many you? more employees he wanted for on a certain card? Yeah. So do you have X yeah. number of employees? And you say no. No, and he goes, I well, don't. I only have tell you about the, this, the amount, every employee I have has this card. That's what I said. Yeah. I said every employee I have, and we're not adding new employees to this company. Well, I guess. And they, he goes, well, because you are not going to use this, let me just tell you about it. It was really funny. I think the reason people do that sometimes, and we'll probably unpack this hopefully in the in the podcast today. I think yeah. people do this because they're getting graded on that call. Like, like I I could almost feel the grading. Saying, I could hey, somebody's every time checking. You make a call. You got to say this. You got to, which really feeds into what we're saying. So mm -hmm. that would be that person would be what I call a billboard. Yes. So the lowest level of selling is a billboard. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, you, you tell me, you know, the company tells me what to say yeah. and I say it, I don't really know. I couldn't defend it. I don't know mm -hmm. why I'm saying it. I mean, I kind of know, but I don't really know. I remember my first job at college, I was a loan officer and you know, they, they told me that rates don't matter or it matters, but, but really what's more important are the services that we offer as a mortgage company. So yes. Someone says, hey, you're, and by the way, when I got in the business, the rates were like 13%. So if you're complaining about the mortgage rates, when I started, they were in the, they were 13%. They did yeah. drop after that. But so, so, so I've got, I've got a 13% mortgage and somebody else rate and somebody else has got a 12 and a half percent rate. And so it's a half a percent, which is, you know, hundred, maybe, I don't know, maybe 50, just say $50,000 more expensive. I didn't do the math over the life of the loan. So the, okay. but that doesn't matter. What matters is, is the services that we offer and blah, 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 blah. So they tell me that to say that. So, so I did. I said <laughs> and then, and then they push back and I go, well, well, you're wrong. I don't know why, but they told me you were wrong. I don't know. <laughs> and that the person behind the curtain is really smart, a lot yeah. smarter than you. Yeah. But I couldn't defend. I didn't really know why. I just yeah. felt it sounded easy. You tell me to say this, I'll yeah. say it. Maybe that'll work. But I didn't really get it. So I was a billboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Were you were you ever a billboard, Tom? Oh gosh. Totally billboard, baby. First job. I just I memorized all the boxes. Mm -hmm. Motorola days. You know, you got this objection. Buckle up because you're about to hear a big boatload of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, I have four things they told me to say. I'm going to pick one of the four, my favorite, and then we'll go from there. I, my problem is I told them all four. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, here's some reasons why you might, you know, be wrong. I'm more of a talker than you, I guess. Yeah, I just want yeah, to hear myself yeah, I don't talk. Know. Uh, but so, so that's the lowest level. The other, but there's another side to that, which I think is the same level, level one, I'll call it. Uh, is the relationship manager. Now that's, uh, that's the flip side of the coin. Um, it's like, they don't say anything, but they're there if you need them. They're more of yeah. a high level customer service rep. Like yeah. if you need me to get you something, Hey, Hey, I'm just checking in, touching some mm -hmm. base, making sure, you know, I'm here. If you need me, I'm here. I will get it for you. Uh, not that we don't need to communicate at times who, you know, our role and, and who we are and how we serve accounts, but 
these are the people that probably are given some accounts and they just kind of let people know what's going on and they, they deliver the billboard and if anybody needs them, they call. So, so it's either billboard or relationship manager. Then we move to the next level and the next level is a sales, what I call a sales rep. You can even mm -hmm. call them a sales professional. And these are the people that really do understand, try to understand the needs of the people they serve, but they only really can sell a product. Yeah. Right. So they don't really know what's happening at the business or the why, but they can uncover. Do you have a need for like the guy that called you about, was it a credit card? Yeah. Credit card. Uh, yeah. Like, like he can figure out, do you have a need for the credit card? And then he can fill that need by explaining to you the benefits. And he really does want to know if you have the need. Um, right. But it, they don't really get what's happening in the business or the why they're coming late in the process. They're not early. Uh, and then the next level tab is, as you know, the consultant. Now, the oh, consultant yeah. moves from, you know, talking about uh, just a product and they have a larger understanding of the business and mm -hmm. what the business needs. They don't just work at sort of the, the end user level, the people that the sort of the technical buyer, they, 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 they work more with the people that are driving the business and they can have a problem-based discussion and they can share insights and perspective. Uh, and that is definitely a high level uh, moving up. And that's definitely, they move from, from seller to kind of thinking more about how to help the business, but that's not the highest level. The difference between a consultant and the highest level, which we call trusted partner, is a trusted partner actually changes beliefs. Yeah. So they are people who walk into a room and they and the and the people they're meeting with go, we shouldn't do that. Or you're, we believe we should go in this direction. And a trusted partner has such um, trust and credibility and rapport and receptivity with the people they're talking to. They are able to change closely held beliefs and get organizations, leaders. Uh, decision makers to move in a different direction. So those are the four levels to have. And, and, and with your, I don't know if I've ever asked you this, but with your experience mm. in the market, with all the years that you spent coaching and training, what, what percentage would you say fall in the trusted partner category? God, that's a really good question. Um, God, so industry, you know, it's so industry driven yeah. you know because you know you know how it is with some customer with some of them yeah that's really not true when you when you there are a lot of there are some industries that have a lot of consultants mm -hmm. you know and others have more sales reps but you're right to go to that highest level i mean i would i mean i want to say 10 percent, maybe 10 yeah. percent. i don't i don't if, if i'm really maybe 20 would be the max i'd say 10 to 20 yeah. percent. that's what i'd think it, I, I will say this. I, I think that's probably that's probably pretty accurate. Uh, I think there's probably a higher. I would say that probably applies. Maybe ten to twenty percent apply more to the consultant level. I don't know how many actually can really change the direction of the decision making process. But but I don't know that. I was just curious what you thought about. Yeah, that. I sure don't know. And that's it's a it's it. But it's not it's not. A, let's put it this way. It's not a big number. No, ten percent. That's a slither. Think yeah. about it, for all the years we've done this and you and I are going 10% and we may think that's too much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How's that? <laughs> yeah. But I'll tell you what, when you do meet people that are um, trusted partners, which, mm -hmm. which really is just an evolution of what happens. I mean, I mean, I remember when I started at Aslan, uh, I mean, I was kind of more of a sales rep. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I didn't yeah. really, I mean, I was new, we were new in, in selling sales training. We, we kind of, we had a good program. We'd seen some traction, but we really didn't know what we were doing. 
related to the businesses we were serving and what was happening in learning and, and how VPs of sales of large organizations, what their needs are, what was on their whiteboard, what we didn't really know. So we would kind of say, I would personally sell, I don't, I, you probably were similar. I would sell a product, you know, Hey, we got this program. Yep. Yeah. Um, and as I got, I learned more and sometimes that didn't feel very good because yeah. people would ask questions or right? I, yeah. Um, but then as I grew in my role, right, I would, I would then take, have a completely different approach and I learned more about how we could serve businesses. And I think, um, I became, I hopefully with, with not all clients, right. Cause we can't, cause being a trusted partner really is based on an invitation. They have to invite you in because mm -hmm. it's all about earning a seat at the table. It's about earning a seat at the decision-making table and they've got to invite you in. And that doesn't always happen. We definitely can be a consultant. We can control that, but being a trusted partner requires an invitation. And I know I've yeah. been, as I, I remember the first time I felt like I really broke through uh, I hope Tom Kiernan's listening to this message, but <laughs> because if he is, our, he's making fun of us right now. Yeah, I can tell you that, fun of, but he's one of our early customer early days. I mean, it goes back literally 20 years ago, tab. We started working with Tom Kiernan. Um, and I'll never forget what he did. He he's, we're working with, with APC is the company he worked for. He's head of learning and they're starting, they've done a program with this initiative and it's going well. And, you know, their, their people are growing and they're hitting their number and they're growing incremental revenue, but they realize that they need to improve their seller's ability to understand what's on the sort of C-suite whiteboard. Like they need to mm -hmm. learn more about the executive level. And there was a company out there called Executive Conversation. And he said, we're looking, he calls me, he says, we were looking at, this is back when you called people to have, oh, yeah, looking, we're looking at exe executive conversations. Um, and I want to see if you can provide the same thing. Um, so, you know, I said, let's learn, let's talk a little bit more. He goes, before we kind of dive into what you offer, will you join the call where executive conversations is going to present to us? Yeah. You join the call and then you tell us what you think about whether you can do what they can do mm -hmm. or you, we should go with them. Yeah. That, that was really the first time I felt like I was a trusted partner where I'd earned a seat at the table and, and candidly, here's the outcome of that. Um, I got off the phone listen to the call it was a conference call. And, um, I said, you should work with them, not us. They, they have a better solution than we do for what mm -hmm. you're trying to accomplish. They literally had people because they were selling to CTOs and CFOs and yeah. they would literally have people that would, who were formerly CFOs and CTOs teach the course. And I said, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's brilliant. That's a good solution. And, but yeah, and here's the thing here and here, and this is really kind of transitions me into what, what I want to talk about next Dab is the benefits of being a trusted partner is we're still working with Tom Kiernan and that company today. Both those people. I'm still working with Tom Kiernan. Yeah. And we're still working with APC who got who, you know, was sold to Schneider Electric. We're still working with Schneider Electric. And that is really the benefits of of getting to that level. And it's not about selling, it's about serving. Mm -hmm. Yep. Totally. Totally. <laughs> I can't, can I die? I did you, you just triggered something in my brain yeah. that uh, when you talked about the, when you first felt like you became a trusted partner, yeah. uh, mine is really embarrassing. I mean, it's funny. <laughs> it was, it was, 
it's because of the client, but it was the same kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, but what's good, what makes this funny is, and I'm not going to name any names, but this customer yeah. sold implants okay, like um, cosmetic, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, it's, co- it's cosmetic surgery tab. Let's just say <laughs> cosmetic, cosmetic surgery. surgery. <laughs> I'm not sure where this is going. Tab. <laughs> well, it's just, I have, I'm not going to tell you all the stories, but the, yeah. the fact that this is the client. This is that a, I this a, is a E-rated partner. podcast tab. It is for that everyone. Is, this is when I felt like I became a trusted partner because the exact same thing happened. I mean, the guy basically, you know, I was still kind of getting over. I'm really going to teach these people how to sell this better. It was kind of hard mm. for me, but he goes, Hey, Tab, here's the bottom line. I'm talking to you. There are four companies. You're one of four. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Can you help me? Yeah. I, I just don't know what to do. I'm lost. I feel like I can trust you. Can you just help me figure this whole thing out? Right. Same thing. It was like yeah. all of a sudden I felt like, okay, that that's a different feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So. They, they, it, the, the whole nature of the conversation starts to shift from, buyer seller we're we're kind of protecting our side of the table we're kind of holding back information Mm -hmm. we're negotiating you're you're trying to sell your solution and demonstrate differentiate you versus you're just you work there yeah it's like hey i'm just trying to help you make the right decision yeah and they call you go what do you think about this because they know they'll tell you there's only really two Mm -hmm. reasons why people will will invite you in right there's some there's some skills that we need to develop to be ultimately be a trusted partner but, but basically because they trust you you're going to tell them the truth mm-hmm. right and that you know something about what what should happen right, right. right. you it's have like, some knowledge yeah they think like, you have you bring you really something have to the table. expertise to help yeah. yeah and do you will you really tell me the truth or are you just using this opportunity mm-hmm. to gain advantage and earn a commission so God. Um, and, and so just to wrap all this sort of setup about, cause I want to talk about the traits of a trusted partner, but, but the benefits of it, um, are really, I mean, there's just so many benefits. I, I listed five tab one, it's more okay. fulfilling. And like totally. when you move into that role and people, you start having those kind of relationships, mm-hmm. selling gets, it goes, it's, it's no longer selling. You're just, it's you're so much fun. Like I'm getting on a plane Tuesday to go be with one of my customers where I'm a trusted mm-hmm. partner and I can't wait. Yeah. And we're going to be kicking around ideas. And we're going to be working through things and we may get some business from it. They'll get other people get business. Who cares? Mm-hmm. It's yes, fulfilling. It it's awesome. Yeah. It's fulfilling your scope. Your size, your deal goes up. Yeah. Your win rate goes up. The loyalty goes up. People stick with you yep. right now. When I say win rate goes up, it, it also may, it, you mean, it also may mean that you might lose something. Yeah, like, your win yeah, rate over time goes up, but you're right. But, but you that doesn't mean you win every deal term. because, but you get out, which is the last one, is you don't waste time. You yes. get out early. Like if you yep. really are trying to serve your customer and trying, and you're talking to the right people, and you got to see at the table, like like when Tom Kiernan invited me in and says, "Hey, yeah. let's look at this company." That took me 30 minutes. Yeah, I spent 30 minutes, and I left, and I go, I'm out. Yeah. No, I didn't do all the proposals and meetings and back and forth and follow-ups. And what did you Mm -hmm. think about? And, and then they say, well, we're, we're going to go with the other firm. I just said, what are you trying to do? Who are you talking to? And I said, they're better. So because trusted partners, which is one of the traits really chooses their customer, which means they're work only working on deals or opportunities that they should win. So, so many benefits, but tablets Without further ado, let's jump into what I've identified, which I know you, you're part of this process because we've been working together. 
and we learn from each other. But I've identified, yes. pulled together mm-hmm. from our vast uh, experience, seven yes. traits of trusted partner. And then we love start. a good list, Tom. We got a I list. Know, list I love good. a list. I love a list. Yeah, it's it's good. It's good. It's a good, it's a good list. And then ultimately we're going to talk about the the main takeaway, the main benefit. So number, number one tab, here's the number one trait, number one trait characteristic of a trusted partner. It's how they measure success. Okay. So think about that. So sales reps measure success based on commission. Yep. Right. So you are another way to say it is pipeline or sales numbers, Mm -hmm. right? They met, they ultimately met. Now that doesn't mean that a trusted partner doesn't know what they've sold or what their pipeline is or what number, but that's not how ultimately at the end of the day, they measure success. Mm -hmm. They just, that's, that's how they're tracking their progress because that is a good trusted partners define their success the same way the customer defines success. Yes. So in other words, if, so when they are meeting with a customer, they're thinking, what are you trying to do and how can I help you achieve that? And if I help you achieve that, then I'm successful versus a sales rep, says, okay, if I win this deal, I'm successful. Now, whether you get what you want, customer, I don't know, but All right. But I'm defining my success based on what the customer defines. And I, I can't, mm-hmm. candidly, I, I have to remind myself of that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can be tough. Yeah. I, I mean, mean it, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I, I'm, I'm in the middle of this. I just was in this situation last week with a very large company mm-hmm. and I, <laughs> I have to remind myself, play this for the long run, not the short run, yeah. because I, I have such a great relationship with this person. I think I could probably squeeze an extra hundred thousand dollars out of them. Right. But it's not the right thing to do. And so I'm sitting here going, you know, and, and it was really powerful because I told him, I said, you can do this or you can do this. And mm-hmm. I'm going to recommend the lesser of the two. And here's why, because here's what's going on. And I don't have to tell you all the exa- the details, yeah. but the bottom line is based upon their growth strategy and what they were trying to do, it wasn't worth the risk and the reward. So I said, we're going to do this. And we're going to get you started for the next year. Mm-hmm. And and, and after a year, you're going to know exactly what the deal is. Then you lock in for the long play. Yeah. And, and he, and he said to me, he said, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I said, what do you mean? He, he said, just thank you. Because it, it seems like you really are interested in us doing this the right way and having a long-term relationship. And I'm yeah. like, I am, but you're yeah. right. I, you know, you leave, but, but it was, a, it's lesser money for this year. Yeah, it 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 there is a there is a at times there's a short yeah. there's a short term there's a short term consequence. It's like you can talk to a company who says, "Hey, do you need this?" and you're like, "I could probably pull that <laughs> off and I could potentially, but I can't really ultimately implement it very well. Mm-hmm. And I probably could talk you into it or I may not need to quite tell you the truth about this or, you yeah. know, I, mean, I had a client a uh, potential client we were meeting with uh, about, I don't know, three months ago. And their question was, can you deliver in Korea? Yeah. Oh yeah. The honest answer was, I'm not sure. Yes. That's right. the, and that's what I said. I said, I'm not sure if that's really where I, and it's funny right after that, I had a meeting with another prospect who said, we want everything delivered in Korea. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> So the answer now is a resounding yes. <laughs> no, I'm like, so they were they're an LA based uh, bank, yeah. and all yeah. their people they serve they serve only 
the Korean population. Yeah. And they wanted to know, do can I provide? And the answer is based on the number of workshops. The answer is no. Yeah. Right. Now, I don't know where that's going to lead, but ultimately long, long term, I am going to win more, have more loyalty. And it's it, it. it just now, maybe not today, but over time, selling is going to get really easy and I'm going to be I'm going to be much more successful. And by the way, yep. I think we also have to keep this in mind when your motive is to sell. People know it. Mm-hmm. And so it not only hurts you with, you know, short term wins and losses, it also just hurts you in a, the conversation itself. You, you people are guarded. They don't open up. They don't share as much. They don't share the truth. They don't, you know, and they don't tell you that. They just kind of go, okay, that sounds Well, great. motive is transparent, yeah. as we talk about all the time. They know. They okay. get it. All right, Tablet. So number one, how they define success. So they, yes. they remember, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? How can we measure that? And I know if I, if I achieve that, you're going to be happy. And ultimately, I'm going to win because people are going to talk about the impact of what I offer. Number yes. two reps sales reps share their present and present recommendations okay right? now they present they, they make recommendations present recommendations where trust or in other words they say hey these are things you could do okay i have things that and you need to be con- able to consider all of these things these are some recommendations but you own the problem Right. right. I'm here. The customer owns a problem. I just, if you need something, I got it here. This is what I could recommend. Okay. And this, I think, is probably the hardest, probably the biggest shift for people who want to become trusted partners. Trusted partners actually own the problem. Right. <laughs> they, they go, they don't, they don't say, look, they walk in. When you invite them in, wherever, how, if they get the meeting or you get invited in, they start looking at, okay, what needs to happen? What is currently going on in your organization? I need to do my assessment. I need to figure out what's going on. I need to meet with these people. And then mm-hmm. they say, and for that to happen, here's what needs to, and they lead the customer and they own the problem. And when the customer pushes back, they say things like, well, I've done this over and over again, and this is what we study, and this is what we see. Now you can do what you want to do, but this is, this is what, this is how I approach it. Now the customer may fight them on that, and I don't mean fight right. them like it becomes a tug of war, but maybe push back and say, well, I don't know you well enough to own the problem. And so the, there's times where trusted partners aren't able to do that, yeah. but they feel the weight of it. And they say, this is my job. It's just like an attorney should own the problem of winning the case. A doctor should own the problem of fixing my knee. Mm-hmm. We should own the problem of the solution. And that um, that is a completely different way of thinking about it, which means the trusted partner leads. Whereas the rep is more of like, I got this stuff and I'll explain it to you and I'll educate you, but yeah, it's, it's more up to the customer to figure out. Yeah. Good. But yeah. I mean, it's, that is, I, I, I had a call this week from a customer from, I hadn't even told you this, a 10 yeah. year old, 10 years ago, customer okay. 10 years ago that obviously we must've done some, we must've been trusted partner Yeah, because the call was now he's CEO of a different company. He said, I, you know, Tab, I just had to reach out to you. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. I mean, I'm not, I'm not struggling. I'm, I'm growing. I just, yeah, just got right. crazy and I've got this and I've got a thousand things going on and I, and I need help. And I got to, you know, I just, there's a lot of moving parts. And what I did is I started thinking back about all the, we used to work with a lot of different training companies, a whole mm-hmm. bunch. And I thought, well, 
who would help me with this problem and who did I really like working with? And he said, you were the first of the list. So wow. I called you. Okay. And I thought that's what you want because, and he starts telling me what he's got going on. And it's like, I, you know, it's, it's more, I'm not just trying to sell him a training program. Mm -hmm. It's like, Oh, so you're going to do this. And you're going to grow here. Tell me about your infrastructure because the whole idea is we're in this thing together. You know, it's not yeah. like, Hey, yeah, just tell me what you need or we'll just plug in a little program here. Yeah. It's, it's, we're going to kind of do like this together. You move from being outside of the, of what's trying to happen to say, I'm here. I don't really know much about what you're trying to do, but yeah. I do this. And if you need this thing, I'm, I had the same, I had that kind of situation with on the other side of this is where I'm the customer. And, uh, we, we were having trouble with our pool. I, we bought a house mm. with a pool. So I never had a pool before. didn't know what was going on. We were having, we had a leak. We had problems with the uh, the concrete around the pool, the decking. I mean, there was just so many things going on. We needed to replace things. We didn't have a clue what we were doing. So we'd bring people in who did part of it, like somebody to fix the leak or somebody oh, to yeah, the yeah. bottom of the pool or somebody, whatever. I didn't know what was going on. But finally we had this guy named Fabio. 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 Yeah. His long hair. I, for some reason, when I heard Fabio was coming over to just look at our pool, for some reason, I was home that day. <laughs> yeah, honey, I'm going to stay. I'm working from yeah, home today. Yeah, yeah, you got Fabio. Hey, yeah, Fabio's coming over. And it was tab. It was like I'd met with probably at that point six or seven people about our pool and was super frustrated because I was trying to drive how to fix my pool. All I really want is a pool that works and I have to re, you know, and I need to. I need to replace the decking and replace yeah. the tile because the tile's falling off and the decking's getting old and I got a leak and I don't know how to do it. And I don't know if I'm supposed to raise or lower the pool because the decking was all kind. I don't know what to do. I just need a pool. I don't care about anything. I just need a pool. Right. So, but I was leading, I was this GC, I was the general contractor trying to fire people and nobody really was like, I don't know. I just do this. Fabio comes in. <laughs> it's like the name kills me. Fabio comes in. He walks around my pool, he looks at it, and he basically starts saying, you need is what you need to do. You can't do that. You got to do this. You can't do that. You need to do this. You need to do this. You need to do this. Don't do that. Do this. You need to hire this guy. He'll do that. You need to. And he basically explained the five things that I needed to do, how I needed to do it, and the solution to my problem in literally five minutes. I said, you're hired. Now, here's what he says. <laughs> he goes, I don't do all that. <laughs> right. <laughs> I just do that. And I'm like, well, awesome. I mean, so basically he was, he knew for him to do his part of the work. Yeah. He had to explain how all of this works. And because he had knowledge of everything that was required to get my pool up and running, he sold me his service and I ultimately got what I want, but he was more than just, I sell this thing. I don't really know about pools. Right. And I, that that's, that is a beautiful example of somebody who owns the problem. And, and, and of course, like you said, if I'm going to have a, if, if I ever have anything related to a pool, which by the way, I sold my house, so I don't need a pool problem anymore, but, but you may have another pool later, but I'll always Never tell know. people about Fabio. Yes. The other, the other, the other lesson takeaway from that story tab is mm -hmm. have a cool name like Fabio. You always will remember it. That is true. Like Tom, who's going to ever forget Tom ever, no, never, ever. Well, is that why you named, is that why your name's tab? Yeah. Cause I'm really Tom. Mm-hmm. Tab, is this a good time for us to to uh, to mention our latest sponsor? Yes. Is it? <laughs> is it? I can't remember. <laughs> I always forget. Our sponsors hate us. All right, <laughs> let's keep going. We got two down. We'll, we'll two do down. We got later. four to go, yeah. baby. 
sponsor we'll cover later. I always think the best part of the Conan O'Brien podcast is when he yeah. has the sponsors at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> the Allstate, you know. Ours is ours. This show is sponsored by Allstate, by the way. So yes. if you want to ensure your sales, okay, yeah, be in good hands. Okay. They probably so we got number right, one. So now we're only on two, right? We're only on two. Uh, no, number we just three. Did two. We're on three. Yep. Yeah. And this is part of owning the problem is that here's what a rep does. Rep knows their portfolio products. They memorize and understand the mm -hmm. features, the benefits, the problem. Trusted partners know the customer's business. Yes. Right. And that's a little bit redundant, but I think it like it's about where they yep. focus. They really understand the customer's business. And here's the other, other part of it. Mm -hmm. And I think this is probably the bigger point. They also understand all of the customer's options. Mm. So for example, I, I remember I was looking at insurance. Um, it was time to up my insurance. And I don't know if it was long-term care. I don't remember what it was, but I remember thinking there's hundreds of insurance companies and there's lots of options. I think it was life insurance. You know, there's whole life term. There's people, I mean, there's all kinds of ways that people talk about insurance. And so I wanted to have the conversation about what are all of my options? You represent one option. Right. I want to know, explain, if you'll explain the world to me, I'll probably just choose your option. Right. But if you don't explain all my options, I have to figure it out. And you right. aren't a trusted partner. You're just selling your thing. And and this person couldn't explain it. It just kept saying, well, you don't really, I don't, you don't really need that. You just need this. And I'm like, well, well, but what about all these options? And, and therefore I, I struggled and I didn't work with that person. Yeah. I found somebody that could explain the world to me here. Yeah. There are four different kinds of options. Here's why people choose it. Here's why this is good. This is bad. This is why this is bad. These are the pros and cons of all your options. And I think that's, that's a differentiator of trusted partners. They, they don't just know their, their, their stuff. They know all of the options the customer has, and they know the customer's business. Yeah. It's a little bit like Fabio. I mean, they are kind of connected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Fabio. Exactly. All right. Tab, all right. Number, number four. This, this is a hard one. This is uh, and this, this is kind of connected to the number three, but it's very difficult and very counterintuitive. Sales reps start with, I offer, or you may mm. want to consider, or we offer, or our number one product is, or let's look at this product. Uh, or if you look at this this uh, slide, you'll see that we can do seven things. Trusted partners begin the sentence with because you. Yeah, I in love other words, that. they can they can draw the audience in with either whether they're prospecting or they're they're unpacking a critical point in a mm -hmm. presentation or they just, they're, they're communicating a, 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 any kind of recommendation, they can begin the sentence with, well, because you are doing this, because you're expanding, because you're mm. this type of business, because you're in this role, because they can, or because you told me this, then they connect everything they say to the because you. Now, they don't have to start use those two words, but if you are, if you're a trusted partner, you could use those two words. Right. You could, if you can always say that, you know, that's what a trusted partner does and man, because this is, is what you're trying to do. Yeah, it is. But it's, it means, it means you're, you're at that right level if you're doing that. So, well, good. also it means everything you're, it, it means everything you're, um, you're going to say is relevant. And I'll say I'll, to, to apply this personally, this was the hardest thing to do with my kids. Hmm. Right. If you, because there's so many things yeah. we intuitively know that they should be doing. Like, mm -hmm. like my son, 
my youngest son, I remember, was mowing the yard, right? And he kind of did a crappy job. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, okay, my first reaction is, is well, you should you should mow the yard because I told you to mow, you know, you're supposed to mow the yard and I'm paying for everything and you're getting an allowance. Blah, blah, all the reasons why you want your kids to do a good job, do their homework, et cetera. So how do I start that sentence with because you, when I'm going to talk to him about how he mowed the yard. And yeah. so that, that is, um, that's a challenge when we're meeting with people on a personal level is like, but it, 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 but if we stop and by the way, this is where I don't know about you, but this is where I do most of my prep when I'm meeting with a customer, especially when I'm making a presentation is around your, because you, that is yeah. where all my prep is. Yeah. When I look and, at what I'm going to say, whether it's yeah. a, the flip chart, it's, uh, it's just a, a discovery meeting where I'm taking notes. I'm going to ask questions. It's the ability to connect everything that I'm saying to them. Why yeah. am I asking you this? Or, or, you know, the reason I'm, um, the reason you may want to consider is because you, that is where my prep is because you work with so many different kinds of people and so many different kinds of roles or because you may be, um, you just may not know, or it's just hard to keep it straight because we default to our stuff. Like we know our stuff. Right. It's, that's just, that's hard for me. Well, I'll, but I'll tell you, that's not just in sales. I, I agree. It's the big challenge, but it's in training. It's in, I was just, I just spoke at a mentorship group this morning. Guess what? The yeah. whole time I've spent all my time working on the, because you, because if, if I can't say, because you, I lose my passion to inspire mm -hmm. my audience because if I can't say, because you, as I'm, as I'm training, I'm just yapping away at some concepts. Right. Same thing with sales. If I can't say because you, I cannot be passionate about really helping them reach their ultimate goals. So I, and you're right. It is not, I learned that from you, Tom. I, of course, I say that on the podcast all the time, but <laughs> you've always been really good about that, about that whole bridge saw, slide when we're doing presentations. It's, we've got, spend the majority of your time on figuring out that. And that's the whole because you. And, and that is the hardest part for me, honestly, Tab, now doing, mm -hmm. doing what we've, you know, being in our business for so long and hearing, you know, and when the customer starts telling me their story, it's like, I've heard that a hundred times, you know, can't we just <laughs> right. skip to the, can't we just yeah. skip to the thing, yeah. you know, like, I don't want to hear about your pool. Yeah. Right. Because I've seen hundreds, thousands of pools. Yeah. So I know, I know what's answer. going on. And let me just tell you, let me just yeah. tell you what to do and move on. And people don't respond to that. You know, they, they. The longer you've been in your role, the harder yeah. it is to back up and start telling their story. Yeah. Hearing their story, telling their story, connecting it to them, taking the time. Um, so it, it's funny, the, the longer I do it, the harder, the harder it is for me. I mean, I, yeah. Uh, so, but it's, it's constant. We have to constantly remind ourselves of, of how do we, how do we connect the dots? And some things are obvious, right? Some things yeah. are obvious, but, but that's, that is a big, um, that's a big test for you to see if you're prepared for your, for whatever meeting that you're about to walk into again with whoever you're about to. Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to talk to my wife about, I mean, I had this conversation yesterday with my wife and we're talking about budget. Yeah. Right. And so I have this desire to keep our budget to a certain level because of things that we're trying to do as a, as a, as a couple, but she may not, she may not be tapped into that. She may not, yeah. that may not be clear to her. So I need to be able to start the conversation of, Hey, because you, or, and if I don't know that I need to say, I want to know the, because you, I want to know what's right. important. Maybe this isn't, maybe I'm leading in this direction and, and you're wanting to lead in this direction and, and I'm wrong, but 
That's it's a it, the gravitational pull to our agenda is so strong. We've got to stop, and if we can fill that in, uh, it's huge. All right, we got to move it on, Tab. Two this more, is, right? We, no, we've got uh, we've got three more. Three more. Okay. We've got three more, Tab. All right. I know you're excited. Me. I know you're excited. Yes. Um. Here, here's a. Uh, I think this is a. <laughs> this is this may be a little redundant, but I think it's worth saying. Reps intend on putting the customer's needs first. So anytime I ask a rep, do you think you should put the customer's needs first? Is the customer yes. priority? I never yes. hear somebody say. No, no, <laughs> no I really don't. Tom, they intend. I yeah, but here's the difference: trusted partners actually put the customer's needs first. Yeah. yeah. When there is a, here's what happens: there's a fork in the road between what you want to happen and where you believe the customer should go. And I mean, should mm -hmm. is a key word, not where they want to go, because where they want to go may not be where they should go, but where 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 you want the this conversation to go and where they need to go is if there's a fork in the road it's going to cost you money that's when you know if you're a trusted partner is when you say listen i think you're better off yeah. uh you know i like i just had a i just got an email before this podcast from somebody who says look i think your solution is too expensive for where we are right now now there's just a question i need to ask is that true all right is that true? If it's really true based on, I know what's on their whiteboard, what they're trying to accomplish, what their resources are, what are their options? If that's really true, I should say, that's exactly what you should do. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. If, if now I should, you know, help them figure that out. But if that's not true, I need to tell them and communicate why. Totally. Is that hard for you? Oh Yeah. Totally. Well, I mean, that's the, the story I told the, the, from the number one. I mean, it's it's the same thing. You know, I don't yeah. like leaving money on the table. I, I don't, you know, and sometimes that's what you have to do. I mean, it's, you know, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. I, I, I found as the, the older I've gotten, the easier that is. And I think it's because I so firmly believe that it's not going to work out anyway right yeah. i'm get yeah that it's you know like i, I had a, a, a company talk to us and they wanted kind of similar to what what uh kiernan was talking about or needed years ago with executive conversation they wanted business acumen training oh yeah they needed yeah. sales training but their primary need at the moment was business acumen training and I'm like, could I, we've developed that before. And it's been kind of an ad hoc custom program for a client who was, you know, it was 2% of everything we were doing. So we kind of made sense for us to do the 2% and develop something, but that was years ago and it's not really what we do. So I had to say, do I really want to say yes to this? Or do we want to say no? Yeah. And even You're about, you've always been better at that than me anyway. I, I, I just hate, I just want every deal. I just, it's just so hard for me. Yeah. I'm an it annex is. guy, Tom, yeah. remember annex guy. <laughs> I struggle with that. So let's move on. Let's move to the next one. You're here. You're, you're, you're ripping open a scab here. No, I'm kidding, but I do. Uh, I have to be very conscious of that one. Well, this is, this is, as all these are kind of connected. Yeah, they are. Um, the number six trusted partners choose who they're going to serve. And so this yes. is kind of again connected. Yeah. They choose their their customers and they choose their prospects of who they're going to serve. Where reps pursue prospects and customers mm -hmm. based on their interest level. They're like, yeah. hey, are you interested? 
yeah, will you go exactly. out with me? I don't care who you are. Will you go out with me? I'm looking for a date. Will you go out with me? Versus trusted partners are like, they kind of sit back and they're like, I, I've got very limited time. I'm very good at what I do. Uh, and I, I don't want to waste time on people that I can't help. I'm yep. a knee surgeon. I'm really good. I'm one of the best knee surgeons in the world. And you have a, a you've got a liver problem. I don't need to work with you next. Right. 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 Or, you know, so that they choose their prospects. I remember. And, and what's funny is here's what's what's here, maybe this is why I'm some uh, I have such conviction around this or it's easier for me to do it is I've just seen what happens when it works. Mm-hmm. Like when uh, I remember meeting with uh, a, a company, a big, big company, and they were very early in their stages of trying to figure out what to do. And they put together this process for choosing a partner, a solution. And I remember early on in the process going, well, then I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, if that's I it, wanna, I don't want to participate. This is what they said. They said, well, we're, we're going to do an RFP. And, um, uh, you know, basically the person was new in their role. They just created this department and they said, we're looking for a partner and we're going to do an RFP. And I said, well, okay, that makes sense. I think RFP is a good way to, to look at all your options. And then she said, mm-hmm. you know, kind of filter it down to the final three or four that fit. That makes sense. Um, I can help you do that. And then I said, so then what's the next step? She said, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And we're done. And this may be worth the podcast right here. All right. I said, that's what, that's it. And I said, that's it. You're going to make your decision based on the RFP. And I go, well, I'm out. And you could see the person just completely shift from I'm I'm assessing you as a vendor, yeah. To why won't you work with me? Yeah. All you of know, a sudden, like, wait, you're, wait, you're a trusted what, partner. Yeah. What's wrong with me? What? Why aren't you working with me? It's like it completely changed the dynamics of the relationship. And I said, uh, I said because th- because that's I don't think of my 20 plus years of doing this and doing this hundreds of times. I believe that that you won't pick the right company if you don't meet your partners. I said 50% of the success of this part program is based on the people that you work with. And if you've got a process design to, to that, that, that excludes you from late, you're going to, you're going to basically pick somebody based on the words they write and you can write anything. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, we all have, if you pick the top 10 firms in this industry, they all have the same stories they all can mm-hmm. say the same things. They've all been down this road and they're going to say, and you're going to pick based on the, the prettiest paper and the prettiest story. And it has no really bearing in the results. I said, here's the process that we found is most acceptable, blah, 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 blah. I said, if you want to do that, I'm in. If you don't want to do that, then I, I can recommend some other people for you to talk to. And she's like, no, let's do that. Completely change yeah. the dynamic. And from that point forward, I was able, and I didn't do that because I'm arrogant. I didn't do that because I'm smarter. I didn't do that for any other reason. The fact that it's, it's just, I didn't want to do, I didn't want to go through the process. Mm-hmm. I knew it wasn't really going to work. And, yeah. but it does completely change the dynamic. Yeah. When you, that's good. I think that's a great example. All right, Chad, we'll close out with number seven, the last one. Okay. And this is very tactical. But very practical tab is tactical. Uh, reps can try to control, convince, or react to the customer. Okay. Trusted partners eliminate pressure and calibrate and, and collaborate. 
Okay, so they eliminate pressure and collaborate. Yep, that's good. So they're, so it's, can you give me an example of that? Like, what was that look like? Yeah, so when a, a trusted partner, and this, and this really does apply, I think, to us at home or in our, any relationship, whether you're a leader or is, and I always try to think of it this way. I look at truth is on the table, almost like food, like a nice mm, meal. Yeah. And my role is to get people to see the truth. And so I think trusted partners try to do everything they can to keep, to keep out of the way or keep any barriers from people seeing the truth. They don't try to force people to eat it. They don't try to convince them to eat it necessarily, but they like, they collaborate with them to help them say, look, there's the truth. Here's what I want to share with you. It's up to you to determine what you want. I can't control you. Control is just an illusion. So they don't try to, as we always talk about, pull the rope. Yeah. You know, and try the tug of war and try to, you got to do this. They drop mm -hmm. the rope and, and they were very, just very free with their recommendation. This is what we found that works. This is what I believe the truth to be. Here is the best practices that you need that we've seen or work. And so I want to explain that to you. And then it's up to you to determine yeah. what's right for you. I will share yeah. my recommendation, yep. but I'm not going to try to control you and, you know, try to force you or try to, um, manipulate you which yeah. just makes them push back and become less interested in the truth and they more focus on the pressure than yeah. freeing them up it's like if i talk to my daughter about who she's dating i say you can do whoever you want yeah because now you've given her the freedom to choose and she's going to be more yeah, receptive let's talk about what you want what do you want what do yeah. you you ultimately want to be happy is this going to make you let's talk about that and yeah, you know, that's a great, it, it really is, of course, all this stuff just pops in my brain because, you know, you and I obviously continue to carry a bag. We like mm -hmm. to, you know, keep ourselves sharp and selling and doing the things that we do. And um, you know, this is, I mean, I, having this conversation with this senior VP, same kind of thing is happening. And it was just freeing, you know, it's just something like, oh, okay, because they have this European group and they have this American group. And I'm just like, well, you know, you're going to spend X amount to to fly a couple of folks over to Europe a couple of times and he goes that is an option right the other option is you do it virtually and you save yourself a whole lot of money I said here's the question you right. told me that that they don't feel love sometimes <laughs> so yeah. you got to make the call it's your choice if you feel like getting up sending somebody from the US over there to pour into them, is is worth it then do it if not there's no way i do that i just do it virtually yeah. it was just give them the freedom to choose and he's like huh we gotta love those folks let's yeah. just send it let's just send it so i mean but it, to your point it felt like a collaboration right. it wasn't me trying to force some additional work upon him it was like let's just figure this thing out together you got lots yeah. of choices you got a lots of choices and that yeah, I had this sort of a similar conversation uh, about implementation. You you just sparked the the um, reminded me of it is I was talking about different options for training, and I said, you know, and this is this is what we need to know. This we're going to make recommendations and be a partner. We need to know this. And I said, for 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 change to occur, there's three things. There's the head, the heart, and the hands. Mm, yeah. Right. So That's we're going good. like, right. So there's the, there's the, you know, what do I need to know mm -hmm. and what do I need to learn to do, which is the skills. Right. Mm -hmm. And I said, and then there's the, there's the heart, the passion, the desire to do it. Right. 
of those three things, you got to start with the heart. We got to get people to embrace the need to change. That's really difficult. So mm. I said, now here's what I don't know because I'm early in the conversation. You may just need to bridge the knowledge gap, right? And that yeah. drives one, one, you know, training and, you know, strategy. I said, or mm -hmm. you may need to right? what we've seen, blah, blah, blah. So you just put all that on the table and you say, Hey, you may need to do a digital solution. Yeah. Well, and I don't, this is where I don't want to say pick what I want to say at the early stage is I want to say, uh, I don't know what's right for you. Now, if yep. I can't, if I say, Oh, well, we've got to change their heart mm -hmm. and we've got to get them to embrace it. And we've got to develop skills. I still can drop the rope by saying, we don't have to do it. Right. right. But here's but you what still need learned. to do it. Here's what we've learned about the truth related to that. Yeah. I'm going to stand by Jim. We can look at that, but I'm not going to try to pull you to me. Yeah. I'm just going to point to the truth. And the more that I do that, which is a fine line to be able to talk about recommendations without trying to get them to choose you. Yeah. And the way that I try to drop the rope in doing that is always communicate. I may not be the only option for that. Yeah. Right. There are other options. I think that's really what you do. And I think early in my career, I was worried about that. I don't, yeah. The longer I do this, I don't worry about it anymore. It mm -hmm. just, it's not, I used to, I think I put a lot, way too much pressure on myself. Right. Like I'm not tricking anybody. I think I used to think I suited up and I went to battle when I went and sold people. I don't, that's not what this is no. about. It's like, my gosh. And if they're going to make a bad decision, I, I mean, I'm going to be like, well, you do whatever you want to do. I'm just, I just don't want you to make a mistake. I mean, this is just, I've just seen this happen. So I'm just cautioning you. Don't use me. I don't even care if you use me. Just make sure you yeah. do this. Yeah, do that. Well, and, and and I know people, the message you're sending is you, you, you do want them to use you, but you're okay if they, you're yeah. opening the door for them to use somebody else. Because we do want, Obviously, we want. And I just want, I know what you mean, but I well, want to I said you. you don't have to use me. Meaning, you don't have to use. I thought yeah, I didn't say don't. don't. I said uh, you okay. don't have to use me. You just yeah. need to do this. Got yeah, it. that's. I'm. Got yeah, it. I didn't say please don't use us. Yeah, I thought not. you said it. Does, I don't care if they use me. Well, that's yeah. my point. Is what whether you use me, use somebody else. Just yeah. do it. Do that. The, follow this. We don't have to be the one that helps you do it. But right. This is the right. key to this is the key to being successful. And the more we're pointing them to the truth and what needs to happen, mm -hmm. the more they're drawn to us being the provider. Right. Now, again, if we're choosing them, this is where the flip side, if we're choosing them, we believe we're the best provider. Like right. we believe that we could be the best provider, but mm -hmm. you want to create that. You just bottom line is you want to eliminate pressure. Yeah. You just well, want to eliminate pressure from the conversation and be, be make sure they're aware that, that they have all the options and you're going to walk with them. And at any point in time where it turns out that it's not a good fit, um, you're going to make them comfortable to tell you that mm -hmm. because here's the key. If you know the truth, you can respond to the truth. If you don't know the truth, then you can't deal with what they're telling you. So if they have some false beliefs or biases yeah. that, that need to be unpacked, and you drop the rope, you create an opportunity for them to tell you that, and then you can address it. Yeah. So would you agree that, um, so it's, I kind of hear, think I hear what you're saying. Like, it's like pressure, pressure messes everything up. Mm -hmm. So don't, if, 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 if there's pressure, 
you're you're putting yourself more at risk by just quote saying the right thing right mm -hmm. i mean you're just like do not put pressure i mean that's just gonna instantly cause some problems i always eliminate pressure even if yeah. even if there's nothing been communicated i start <laughs> right. off i mean i i'm constantly saying hey look because my role is i win if they know i make money if they choose me yeah regardless we don't have to even my, say that regardless of my mindset or my my values yeah but my card says this and I'm recommending something or I, I represent a solution. They know I get compensated on them mm -hmm. choosing me. If some, if, if I'm talking to a restaurant owner and they're talking to me about their restaurant or they're talking, a person's talking about a movie they're in an actor or somebody's talking about their book, I believe they want me to buy it. Yep. And I believe they're probably, even when I'm talking to the concierge at a hotel, I believe that they've got relationships with friends and they've got this thing going on. So they always point me to that steakhouse, mm -hmm. whether I want to go to that steakhouse or not. I, I feel like everybody has an agenda. And so I feel the same people look at me the same way. So I want to start off by saying, I believe firmly that, you know, these are the options that you have. My goal is to help you figure out which one's right for you. It may be me. It may not be me. And right. I, and if they say, well, why are you like that? I'd say, because ultimately the chances of you choosing the right solution, which yeah. I hope is me will be greater. Yeah. If I create a better experience for you, for us to work together, to figure that out, right. I'm going to figure out whether it's a good fit and you're going to figure out a good fit. And either one of us want to, it's kind of like the interview situation. You don't want a job. You don't want a job. You're not going to like, and if right. I'm hiring somebody, I don't want to hire somebody that's going to be miserable. So let's not sell yeah. each other. Like let's yeah. work together to figure out. So it's just kind of a total philosophical shift that opens up dialogue, makes people much more receptive, and ultimately people are going to are going to embrace your recommendation more readily. Yeah. Which again, the goal is I just want people to recognize or look at and consider the truth. And Perfect. nine times out of ten, if they do that, you're going to be more successful. All right, buddy. Hopefully, let's hopefully, wrap it up. Yeah, hopefully this is uh, you got some place to go. You let you got no, you got no. I'm just I felt it felt like you were just teeing it up to bring it all together and make us all. You're like, let's wrap it up. I got I'm playing golf. This are you playing golf today? <laughs> no, I wish. I wish. Yeah, I know. Uh, you know, I don't play golf anymore. Tom, we both gave up on golf. So no, you don't shouldn't even give up, up on golf. I should give up on golf. Oh no, never, no, never. Kidding. Well, yeah, hopefully this was a helpful episode. I uh, love feet comments. If you thought the this show was helpful, please let us know, like us, give us comments, tell us what's going on so we can get better at what we do. We can serve you better and we can, we know what to talk about on sales with Aslan. Mm -hmm.